Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, April 2020. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for April 2020. Number 5. Cosmo DiNardo The first time Cosmo DiNardo came under police radar was in 2011 when a neighbor reported him for driving an ATV on their street in Pennsylvania. DiNardo grew up in the middle-class suburb of Ben Salem. He's the oldest child of Antonio and Sandra DiNardo, a wealthy couple who run two successful and complimentary businesses together. Although some of his friends remember him as being normal, there was a dark side to him too. At 15, he punched two strangers at a mall for talking to his girlfriend. And some say that when he was as young as 14, he had talked about shooting and killing people. After high school, DiNardo enrolled in Arcadia University expressing interest in biology. He only attended one semester on campus, but would still come back the following semesters and hang around. Campus police had to intervene in several incidences and eventually issued him a warning letter that if he returned to campus, he would be considered a trespasser. After leaving Arcadia, he worked for his father's company, but friends say DiNardo was selling guns and weed on the side. He even aspired to sell them in bigger and larger quantities. Around May of 2016, DiNardo suffered a serious injury following an ATV accident. He was left stranded in the woods for a day and a half with broken bones and bleeding on his brain. It said during this time he suffered frontal lobe damage. By July of 2016, he had already acquired 23 encounters with the police. His mother committed him involuntarily to the Lenape Valley Crisis Center before moving him to Doylestown Hospital. It's unclear how long he was there. His trouble with the police continued on into 2017 where he was found in possession of a shotgun something he is legally not allowed to own because of his involuntary commitment. Weeks before his first official victim disappeared, friends say DiNardo bragged about killing someone over a debt. Then on July 5th, DiNardo picked up 19-year-old Jimmy Patrick from Newtown. The following day, Patrick's grandfather reported him missing. On July 7th, three other men, Mark Sturgis, who was 22, 21-year-old Thomas Mio, and 19-year-old Dean Finacciaro were all seen for the last time. The next day, both Sturgis and Miao didn't show up for work, so Mio's mother reported him missing. Then on the 9th, Sturgis's parents reported him missing, so authorities made the search for the four missing men public. Shortly after, a search warrant was issued to the DiNardo's property where Mayo's car was found. On July 12, 2017, human remains were found on the farm property. Authorities were searching, and Cosmo DiNardo was arrested. Cadaver dogs were then called in, and they found other human remains. One victim was identified positively as Finocciaro, while two others weren't immediately identified. By July 13th, in exchange for not seeking the death penalty, DiNardo confessed about the killings. He also promised to lead investigators to a fourth victim and tell them about his accomplice. DiNardo's cousin, 20-year-old Sean Kratz, was arrested as his accomplice in the crime. 
Patrick's body was also recovered where DiNardo indicated all the men were killed with a gun and they were all killed in what is believed to be a drug deal gone wrong. Most of them were there to buy weed from DiNardo. For his last three victims, he had stuffed the bodies in a tank which he buried on their property. In the 2018 trial, Cosmo DiNardo was sentenced to life in prison and recently Sean Kratz was sentenced to life in prison as well, just like his cousin. Number 4. Gerald McCants Texas native Gerald McCants could possibly be one of the worst sons out there. Around March of 2020, the 49-year-old told his 78-year-old father he'd found a rattlesnake and was excited to show it off. His dad could see he was excited, so he decided to go with his son. The two drove half a mile away to Austin. Once there, they headed to a cliff, and Gerald said the rattlesnake was just a little walk away. The elder McCants then approached the edge of the cliff looking for the snake. However, as he was looking, Gerald suddenly shoved him off from behind. This caused the elderly man to fall roughly 40 feet straight down. He suffered severe injuries to his forehead and at the center of the back of his head. He also had several minor cuts and abrasions all over his body. Austin police managed to respond and initially thought it was a minor injury, but in the end, escalated the call for a trauma unit to be rushed in. The oldest McCants miraculously survived the fall, and he later told police that as he was tumbling down, he could hear his son laughing while watching him. As a result of the father abuse, police arrested Gerald and charged him with injury to an elderly person. He is now being held in the Travis County Jail and has his bail set for $20,000. Number 3. UFO Above Plymouth County Just this past month, some unusual footage was captured of what many think was a UFO flying over Plymouth County in Massachusetts. The video first shared by a YouTube channel with the username Zeal. Eyewitnesses say the object was above them and that it looked like a large helicopter. As those around the vicinity filmed the UFO, the eyewitnesses described it as having a circular-shaped body with a caterpillar-like tail below it. The object in the video looks to be hovering, but those watching it said it was actually traveling at a fast speed. When UFO expert Scott Waring watched the video, he commented it was shaped like a key. Answering skeptics who said the strange object looked like a bunch of black balloons floating away, he pointed out that as the object moved forward, it continued to maintain its shape so it's unlikely to be balloons. Waring believes that what was on that video wasn't a single UFO, but a cluster of alien orbs who might have a hive-like state of mind. Hence, they moved in clusters as they traveled to different places. Regardless of the speculations, no one knows what it is or could have been. One observer from the video can be heard exclaiming, that is not of this world. Were these really alien orbs? You be the judge. Number 2. Joe Exotic, the Tiger King Joseph Allen Modenado Passage, after his marriage, is more popularly known as the Tiger King or Joe Exotic. Ever since Netflix released their seven-episode documentary about him, everyone has been buzzing with memes, jokes, and posts about this unusual zoo operator. 
Joe Exotic was once known for operating the Greater Wynwood Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma, claiming to be the most prolific tiger breeder in the United States at one time. Prior to owning his exotic pet zoo, he worked different jobs and later opened a pet store in Arlington, Texas. He later closed his stores and opened his animal farm, calling it the Gerald Wayne Exotic Animal Memorial Park in honor of his brother who had passed away. It was in 2000 when he first acquired his first two tigers, then he later changed the park's name to Greater Wynwood. His collection of big cats would only grow from there. He would feed his big cats horses, which were donated to him. Cruelly, he would shoot the horses, then feed them whole to the cats in the zoo. The last 20 years, Joe Exotic became known locally for running the zoo while hosting his own online reality television show. He also showcased his animals and sideshows all around the country, allowing people to pet tiger cubs. As he became known, he came under the radar of Carol Baskin in 2011. See, Carol is the founder of Big Cat Rescue, an animal sanctuary in Florida. She put up organized protests against Joe Exotic's use of cubs in his live shows, and the two began a lifelong feud. At one point, Joe used the sanctuary's branding as his own to help bring in a lot more attention. Baskin then sued him for infringing her trademark, and she won a $1 million settlement against him. As their feud escalated, the Tiger King's personal life also underwent different changes. He married several times, hence the changes in his name. At one point, Joe was unofficially married to two people, Travis Maldonado and John Finlay, both employees at a zoo. Both men were heterosexual. Finlay and Joe grew apart, and so Joe married Maldonado officially in 2015. Maldonado later died in a firearms accident at the zoo in October of 2017. The Tiger King later married Dylan Passage in December of 2017, with Maldonado's mother serving as a witness. In 2018, Exotic's trouble with Carol Baskin escalated further when he suggested that she had killed her second husband, Don Lewis. Lewis co-owned Big Cat Rescue with Baskin before he went missing on August 18th of 1997. There's been no trace of him ever since. In order to get her off his back, Joe Exotic hired Alan Glover and offered to pay him $15,000 to kill Baskins. An FBI informant, who was friends with Joe, once asked Glover about the murder and he unknowingly told him everything about it. With the information leak, Joe Exotic was arrested for the murder for hire plot in September of 2018. In April of 2019, he was convicted of two counts of murder for hire and eight violations of the Lacey Act, as well as nine violations of the Endangered Species Act. By January of 2020, he was sentenced to 22 years in prison. Joe Exotic, while in federal prison, has filed lawsuits against the United States federal government, particularly the U.S. FWS, for $94 million as compensation for the loss of his tigers. He's also asking for a pardon from President Trump. Today, Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King, is now incarcerated, yet his popularity is bigger than ever before. Number 1. Marquise Gandhi Lots of people share their stories on Twitter. Some are mundane, others harrowing. 
For Marquise Gandy from Tacoma, Washington, though, it was the latter. On October 21, 2004, when he was 10 years old, he was walking home from school and noticed his neighbor following him closely behind. He didn't think much about it since they lived on the same block, just houses apart. When he was about to turn to his block, everything around him went black and he wasn't sure what had happened. When he came to, everything was dark and he wasn't sure where he was. He tried to move but felt something wrapped around his waist and chest holding him down and it turns out he had been chained to a mattress. He started screaming and the lights turned on. He looked around and found another boy tied to another bed across a dirty floor in a man's basement. At that age, he wasn't sure what was happening and could only respond in panic and crying. The man, named Jim, slapped him repeatedly, telling him to stop and behave. He then turned off the lights and left. The boy on the other bed told him his name was Paul. He in turn told him his name. He asked the boy how long he had been there, but he said he couldn't remember, but that it had been a long time. Paul told him to play nice when Jim brought him food so he wouldn't starve him to death. Jim spoon-fed both of them. He asked Jim why he had taken him, and Jim responded by saying his wife had told him to do it. Whatever she said goes, and right then he heard a doorbell ring, so Jim quickly stuffed a cloth in Marquise's mouth. He could hear two women speaking and his own mother asking the other woman if she had seen her little boy. He listened closely only to realize that the other woman's voice was his teacher. His teacher, Mrs. Harrison, was Jim's wife. He wondered why Paul never screamed for help even though he wasn't gagged. Later on he realized why though. When he was again unchained and left alone in the second floor bathroom to take a bath, he began looking for things he could use to hit Jim, but suddenly he heard Paul screaming and in a panic, he ran out of the bathroom, tripping down the stairs and knocking himself out. When he came to, he was back in the chains. He asked Paul what they had done to him and he said they were poking him with needles. He also heard Miss Harrison asking, how hurt is he? They won't take him if he's been damaged. The two started arguing and he heard Jim say, that he didn't want to have to bury another boy. Soon after, Jim came in and blindfolded Marquise. He was led outside and dropped into a man-made hole. He was left there for three days without anything to eat. When Jim came to get him and he could see where he was, he realized that instead of rocks beside him, it was actually bones. When he was taken out of the hole and returned to the basement room, he was chained back, but Paul was nowhere to be found. He was told Paul's mommy and daddy had come to take him, but could see blood splattered on the walls and mattress. For a while, he was given drugs and knocked unconscious. It was a cycle done repeatedly until one day, Jim took him upstairs. He found two men sitting on the couch. One of the men asked how much, and he said, Marquise looks a little rough. Jim replied $20,000 and that the boy had had a rough week. Marquise then realized he was being sold into a child trafficking ring, but realized later that it was far worse. One of the guys stood up and looked him in the eyes. The other guy got up and said, we don't want him. This pissed off Miss Harrison and she barked for Jim to take him back downstairs. This time Jim was so pissed he didn't even chain him back up. Instead he left Marquise curled up on the floor where he later passed out out of fear. When he woke up, he was looking straight into the eyes of the man he saw earlier in the living room. 
Police cars were around him and he was rushed to the hospital. His family arrived there and the police began asking questions. He answered them as best he could, trying to tell them everything he could remember. Police explained that they had watched Miss Harrison for a while and they believe the couple are responsible for about 15 kidnappings in total. That's when Marquise asked police if Miss Harrison was selling him for sex and they replied hesitantly before telling him they were selling his organs and not him necessarily. His mother, who was there, went livid with anger since she had asked Miss Harrison if she had seen Marquise and she denied it. By the time that he had been rescued, Marquise had been missing for three weeks. Marquise asked police about Paul. Finding out there was another boy surprised them. He told them to look in the hole and they did, but all they saw were bones. They did find the blood splatter in the basement room, but no other sign of the boy. Jim later said that Marquise had imagined Paul to be there, but Marquise was sure he was there. He never found out who Paul was or what happened to him. As for Jim and his wife, Jim received a life sentence for child abduction and two murders in addition to other charges. His wife, Mrs. Harrison, got 55 years in prison for human trafficking, kidnapping, and child endangerment with two other charges. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for April of 2020. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to uncover. Scary Mysteries is making a chilling new feature film, and if you're interested in getting involved, you can actually own a piece of the movie yourself. Find out how you can be a part of this project in the description below, or share with some friends who might be interested. We're out here changing Hollywood's rules, and we'd love for you to be a part of it.